everyone, and welcome to the Oceans of Hope podcast. I am so excited. I'm here recording the first episode, and I'm just so excited to be here and get going and just start chatting with you guys and seeing what we like chatting about and what ends up coming up. Um, so just to start off with a little bit about me, my name is Jordan Foray. And like I said in the trailer, which if you haven't listened to the trailer, go check it out. It gives you a quick little overview of the goals for this podcast. Um, but as I said in the trailer, I am a recent graduate of Stanford University where I studied environmental science and science communication and really focused on marine science. So technically my major was called Earth Systems and then I did an extra notation in science communication, but it's basically just interdisciplinary environmental science and then I decided to focus on marine science and take all of the Oceany classes, which I loved. I loved my time in school. I loved getting to learn about kind of all different facets of the environment and our interactions with the environment especially and just how we as humans are changed by the environment and in turn change the environment and that's kind of what I want to focus on for this podcast. So from my science communication notation I've put together a portfolio. I had been running a blog for a little while. Um, i bounced around this idea of starting a YouTube channel, but none of those things felt super sustainable for me. Writing always felt either like something that I did for myself in like a journal or something that had to be very kind of thought out and planned out and took a lot of time and energy to just like get started. And so I was never super, super consistent with the blog. And videos similarly like felt like it would take a lot of time to think things through and my natural state is absolutely not to reach for a camera um sometimes I wish it was when I was traveling so I could have those kinds of photos to look back on but it, it's not and so we're not gonna we're not gonna go against our our natural grain um so instead I had this idea of doing a podcast because whenever I'm trying to think through something I'm always talking about it even at the beginning stages of like writing anything I want to talk through it first I'll even sometimes record myself talking through it so that I can then listen back to it to write it down so I said hey why not just go with that instead of using it as like a step to get to this other outcome the talking can just be the outcome and so thus was born the oceans of hope podcast um and basically i have just always had this passion for learning about the environment learning from the environment and wanting to protect the environment and then i also just love sharing what i learn with other people i have two younger siblings and um i always loved kind of like tutoring them when we were growing up and just getting to share the things that i find exciting with other people's other people's other people is really exciting and kind of adds that 
it's like I get to relive that initial excitement of learning something new all over again with that other person. And so that's what I want to do here. I want to be able to relive the excitement that I get when I read some sort of environmental story and I have this like aha moment of one way that I can do better and get to relive that aha moment with all of you when I share those things. And then maybe, possibly, hopefully, you guys will have those aha moments as well. And we can all kind of work together to have those aha moments build together and change our lifestyles. Um, And kind of off of that, part of this podcast is I want to have you guys help keep me accountable for doing the little things that we talk about in my day-to-day life. Um, I can work on keeping you guys accountable um, if you want me to. You don't have to. You just listen and that can be that can be me keeping you accountable. You know, subscribe, follow, whatever you do to podcasts. You follow. I'm trying to think what I do on Spotify with my podcasts. I follow them. You can rate them, download them, all those things. Um, and then the other super important thing that I want to stress with this podcast is just being hopeful. Because I think so much of the time when I'm in class or... I am, you know, scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing all of these things like the top 70 company or top 100 companies that are causing 70% of emissions and those are so big and what can I do? I don't work for them. Even if I did work for them, they wouldn't listen to me because I would have to be up at the top and all of those things can feel really heavy. And while obviously super important and goal, first goal, goal <laughs> to get those top 100 companies to reduce their emissions and to get the government to start actually passing policy that puts the planet first and the people and creating you know environmental movements from the government as well as from the ground up but I think a lot of that can get really heavy and I don't think it really gets anywhere if we're not hopeful about the future like if we don't think that it can get better and that we don't have that hope for the future then then we've basically lost before even starting so that's why it's called oceans of hope because i just want to bring a lot of hope and positivity to the climate movement as well as you know the realistic not so hopeful not so great parts um yeah so i'm super excited and i'm super excited about getting to do this in this very informal lifestyle podcast type way for context right now i am sitting in my bed in my van where i've been living outside of my friend's house for the past couple months (laughs) um just sitting in my bed recording on a microphone that my mom was lovely enough to let me use hooked up to my computer that i've had forever and just doing this myself and learning about all of the different things that I'll end up talking about in my own time and just on my own as a part of my lifestyle. Because that's that's what the environmental movement is all about. It's about making our day-to-day lives as a society and as people more sustainable for the environment, for the plants and the animals and the rivers and the oceans and just making it 
a better place for all of us to live for the people for the plants for the planet for all of it and it's not the environmental movement is not just for scientists or politicians or activists or people that have enough money to donate to these causes or people that have the time to go out to the rallies and the protests and the people that are developing the green new deal while those people are so so important obviously they're so important for driving this change on a larger higher level that we so so need this is a movement for everybody i truly truly believe that anybody can find a way in which they relate to the environmental movement maybe we'll make that a little segment if anybody has like is like oh i don't know if i'm really environment i doubt the people that are listening to this let's be real are people that are doubting whether or not they can be environmentalists but if you know people in your life that you're like they don't identify with being an environmental and unenvironmentalist or the environmental movement in any way and you want to send it into the instagram or the twitter which are both at oceans of hope pod um send in their kind of situation and let's find a way that they are they're related to the environmental movement as well because i truly believe that it is everybody and it requires everybody to be making changes yes some of the changes are little yes we do need big changes as well but it it needs to become a part of everybody's lifestyle and so why don't we talk about it in the same way that you know influencers and the lifestyle girlies and all of that which i love them no shade i listen to the lifestyle podcasts as well and watch the youtubes and do all of the things um But why don't we talk about our environmental movement the way that they talk about traveling or finding their morning routines and their evening routines and all of that stuff. Um, So that's the goal. And one one piece of literature, I guess, um, it's an essay that I read recently that really inspired this way of thinking about the environmental move- environmental movement in terms of our lifestyles is called Harnessing Cultural Power. It's by Fabiana Rodriguez. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Um, somebody messaged me if I'm not. And it's an essay in this book called All We Can Save, which is a collection of essays and poems entirely written by women, which I love. Um, and there's also some quotes and stuff in there as well. And it's all about harnessing. Here, I'll just read the front of the book. So it's called All We Can Save, Truth, Courage, and Solutions for the Climate Crisis. And it's edited by Dr. Ayana Elizabeth Johnson, who love goals. Honestly, goals is having her on the podcast as a guest. So putting that out there, manifesting that. Um, and Catherine K. Wilkinson. And it's just, I have been reading this as my science environmental book lately, and it's been great. Each chapter is a different essay by a different um, writer, or it's a poem. And this essay in particular, this Harnessing Cultural Power, is all about how important culture, that being, so she is defining culture as in, like, pop culture and music and art and podcasts and what what we intake as people in day-to-day lives throughout our society of and 
of just, you know, the TV and the movies and the music and the art and the books and all of that stuff that are part of regular culture. So much of that is what inspires us to do different things. I mean, I was recently watching, this might be divulging too much to you guys, but I was recently watching DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I am more of a Marvel girl, but you know, it's time travel and it's fun. Um, and it literally in one of the episodes, they changed time such that George Lu- George Lucas, who uh, did like Indiana Jones and Star Wars for anybody that has been living on a rock and under a rock and doesn't know who George Lucas is. Um, no shade. George, like you do you. But George Lucas is an icon. And they they basically scared him away from becoming a director of movies. And because of that, two of the um, members of their team didn't end up becoming who they are. Like, because Star Wars never came out, this one member of the team was never inspired to become an inventor and instead was, I don't even know what he was, like a yoga instructor or something. Um, and then because um, Indiana Jones never happened, this other one other member of the team was never inspired to become a adventure and a historian. And so their like integral skills to this team just no longer existed all because these two movie series never existed. And that is the power that culture has. Like the movies that we watch and the music that we listen to and the books that we read change us. There's another quote I might not say it exactly right, um, but my dad loves to tell me this quote all the time. And it's that 10 years from now, we will be the same person that we are today, except for the books that we read and the people that we meet. I could argue, you know, any piece of culture that we ingest and the people that we meet. And so when you think about it that way, culture and all of these different art forms and ways that we kickback and relax and lenses through which we see the world are so or the ways that we kick back and relax are become the lenses through which we see the world and so it's so important for any of the important oh my god I just had a mind blank on this word for any of the important movements that we want to make in our lives and in society they need to be reflected in the culture that we're putting out and the culture that we're invest- ingesting, right? And so that's what um, Fabiana Rodriguez was saying in this essay um, called Harnessing Culture, Cultural Power in All We Can Save. Um, and that is part of why I, I was reading this kind of right after I had this idea of doing the podcast. And I was like, this is exactly why we need to have these podcasts as that one of those forms of culture that feel like the other forms of culture, right? Which is why I want this to feel like a, a lifestyle podcast. Like I'm just laying on, sitting on my bed chatting with you guys and I don't want it to feel like this super formal science expert interviews with experts. I do want to have interviews with experts and in, in my future, I would also like to be a scientific expert, but I'm not there yet. And experts are just people too. And so I, that was part of why I wanted this podcast to feel like that. So it felt like the things that you do every day and it didn't feel like this 
crazy, heavy, lecture, formal, super formal thing. Um, I have a quote that I wrote down from this essay um, by Fabiana Rodriguez. It says, culture allows us to confront, acknowledge, and mourn what was lost while offering a way to move forward. I'm going to repeat that because it's so powerful. Culture allows us to confront, acknowledge, and mourn what was lost while offering a way to move forward. Think about that. So so culture, these types of art and things that we're ingesting, give us the space to acknowledge things that have happened that are maybe not so great. Give us the space to acknowledge those and process those while not making us feel like there's no future it gives us the space to process those things while also encouraging us to look for solutions in the midst of our processing of our mourning and our acknowledgement and that by golly is what we need in the environmental movement and obviously Fabiana Rodriguez knows this because she wrote it but man that is powerful right like I love all of the work that all of the people I the essay that I read this morning in um, All We Can Save was by oh Varshini Parkash. I hope I'm pronouncing that right as well. Um, but she's one of the founders of the Sunrise Movement. Love what they're doing with Sunrise Movement at the Sunrise Movement um, with the Green New Deal and all of that. And that is also so, so important. What is also important for us in our day-to-day lives, we can have those those big protests like them sitting in um, on Senator Elizabeth Warren's office and like demanding that the Green New Deal happen. We can ha- we need those. Those need to happen, but those are not realistic events for the everyday person to do every day, right? But listening to music, listening to podcasts watching movies, watching TV. These are things that most of us do every single day. And so that is also where we need to have this environmental, the environmental movement needs to come in there too. You know, we need to attack it um, from both sides. We need the big, powerful, political activism, amazing, awesome, wonderful things. And we also need to come up from the bottom and we need to do, we need to influence people through the art and the culture that they're, they're ingesting to make more and more people aware of the impact that they're having on the environment and all that they all of the I mean we have so such power to make a change right now as a younger generation so like I said I'm a, a recent graduate so I'm 22 I'm a young person we young people have such power right now to make such a huge difference and rebuild the world in the way that we want it to be for when we you know become the retirement age or whatever and uh our kids are growing up and all of that like this is the time we have the power and we need ways to feel like we know how to use the power i think that's part of what can be really hard is so much of this the climate so much of climate activism so much of the environmental movement and conservation feels really big right it feels really overwhelming and daunting and you're like we need to protect 30 percent 
of our oceans in 10 years? How do we even do that? Like, we need to cut our emissions down to nothing. Also, in 10 years, how do we do any of these things? Like, how can I really have an impact as just one person? Like, these are these things feel really big and they are really big, but they can also be broken down into small, easy steps that compound, they add on to each other to make these big, big changes. And those, that's, that's what I want to do here, right? I want to talk about different parts of the environmental movement, different ways that you can incorporate it into your daily life, your weekly schedule, your monthly routine, things that you do on a yearly timeline, all of those different things. Like there are so many things that we can do to make a difference. And part of those should be some of these big things, right? Maybe it becomes part of my yearly routine that I work to make it to one big protest every year. And I work to donate to one big donation, um, one big cause every single year. And that becomes part of my yearly routine. And those, those companies can then keep working and working. And if everybody was doing that, imagine. Imagine if every year everybody made a charitable donation to a charity. It doesn't even have to be an environmental charity. But just imagine the power Imagine the funds that these charities would get, all these nonprofits, all of these things would get if every single person donated some every year. It, it would be amazing. So this is what I'm talking about. These are the little things that we can do that once all, all of us are doing them, compound to be such big things. And let's be, let's be real here. There are probably things that you're already doing that are beneficial and wonderful and amazing things as easy as turning off the lights when you leave a room things as easy as rolling down the windows in the car instead of using ac or biking around campus or carpooling to a party or using the train as much as you can or growing your own herbs so you don't have to get the quote-unquote fresh herbs from the grocery store that are in a plastic box why does that make sense right? Like, these are the small things that anybody can do. Well, I don't know, I heard some somewhere recently that someone wasn't allowed to have real plants in their apartment, so maybe not everybody can grow their own herbs. But everybody can turn off the lights when they leave their room, right? Everybody can switch their lights to LED bulbs that take less energy. Everyone can roll down their windows in their car instead of using AC. Although, maybe in super humid hot places that's not actually going to be better but these are the these are the things that we are that I'm talking about right so this is my action item for you I'm going to have an action item at the end of all of the episodes just a small little thing related to whatever we were talking about during the episode that you can do or you can work to incorporate in your day-to-day life to just make that extra little bit of change right so today's action item today's challenge if you will i am always better with things if someone challenges me to do it because then it's like i have to prove to you that i can it's like it's like the opposite of when someone's like oh no you can't do that and i'm like oh yeah watch me so i challenge you to identify at least one thing that you already do 
to be a little bit more sustainable than like baseline, right? So what's one thing that is more sustainable than the average that you already do? For example, I have another example, different from the things that I put up there. I clean out my closet almost every year, pretty much once a year. Um, I love cleaning out my closet. It makes me feel so satisfied. And whenever I clean out my closet, whenever I have friends cleaning out their closet or my sister cleans out her closet, I always, 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 always go to my sister first. I'm like, hey, do you want anything that I'm getting rid of? Or I go to my friends. I'm like, hey, you want anything that I'm getting rid of? Or when they're doing it, they're like, hey, do you want this? I'm literally like literally the pants that I'm wearing today. I got from my friend who was cleaning out her closet the other week. She's like, hey, you want these? I'm like, yeah. One little thing, right? I get to save money. I don't have to go out and buy new pants. Amazing. I dive, I get to keep these pants in use. They don't have to be thrown away. Now, the other part of that is after my friends and my sister and anybody gets to look through my things, then I bring it to a thrift store and then somebody else gets to buy it and gets to reuse it, right? So that's one little thing that I already do that is is easy, you know, and it just keeps that extra little bit of those extra few things of clothes out of out of the garbage pile and creates less of a, sl- a slightly less of a demand for the big fast fashion companies right so that's one thing i challenge you to identify one thing let me know what it is you can either tweet me or um dm me on instagram they're both uh at oceans of hope pod check it out follow follow along i've been been posting on the insta um posting i'll post um actually no i'll post our challenge when this episode goes live in a couple weeks um i was like i'll post our challenge today that no jordan post it when they actually get it (laughs) um but yeah let me know on twitter on instagram what you already do what's one thing you already do right also let me know on Twitter and Instagram. What what is something that you would love me to talk about on the episode or who is somebody that you would love me to try and reach out to to get on the podcast? I am going to say with the guests, I think we're going to have to wait a, f- a few episodes. I think a few episodes are going to need to be out so that I can show people be like this is this is what I'm doing. <laughs> this is what you're signing up for. <laughs> um before i can get guests especially our dream guests like dr ayana elizabeth johnson and sylvia earl ah the queen her deepness love her yes okay that is it for today i'm so excited that our first episode is out there i'm so excited for you all to be here in the oceans of hope family follow on instagram and twitter at oceans of hope pod Follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review. Um, I'm so excited to start reading reviews. And let me know what you are excited about for the rest of the podcast. And let me know one thing that you already do to be more sustainable. Alrighty. Have a lovely day, everybody. Mm-hmm.